And that's really what this whole process of personal transformation and healing and awakening and, and enlightenment is all about. It's, it's about learning and discovering what you personally value about life and what it is and who it is and where it is that you want to align with. And being in this process can be very excruciating because it strips away all of the things in your life that are not aligned to who you are becoming or where you are going. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Tanya and I'm very proud to introduce myself officially as a certified integrative coach. Um, this is the first time I've been able to say that I am a certified coach online and that feels very exciting. I literally just completed my um, coaching certification like two weeks ago, so I am fresh out the cocoon, which is perfectly timed for this video. It wasn't really planned, maybe divinely orchestrated, but yeah, it's very fitting for the topic that I want to get in today, which is going to be all about um, hermit mode or, you know, it's also known as the cocoon stage, um, which occurs during some kind of personal transformation or a healing journey or a, the, the, the phases of awakening. The cocoon stage, the hermit mode is a really big part of the main part of what is involved in incubating a personal transformation and a shift in identity and um, coming out and emerging from that cocoon as something new, something re, something transformed. And I'm attributing my certification process really to being in a very, very grueling and long um, cocoon phase, a very long hermit mode that I entered really a while ago now and I'm excited to finally be coming out of. And yeah, a really big part of me coming out of my hermit mode is this outward expression of a new um, identity. And a big part of that new identity is me being able to call myself a certified coach, a, a professional, which is exciting and also elicits a lot of imposter syndrome, which is also a very big part of emerging out of the cocoon is feeling this imposter syndrome. It's a very normal, natural part, okay, of emerging from this phase of moving beyond hermit mode, of moving beyond isolation and um, of withdrawal is feeling like you're an imposter. So I want to really, you know, bring my sort of personal experience to the this this episode um, because I think it's very relevant and is a great anecdote for is going to be a great anecdote for many of the themes um, that come along with the hermit phase. All right, so I'm happy to yeah draw from my own personal experience here. 
Because believe me, I have a lot of it. I have a lot of personal experience when it comes to hermit mode. I am someone that is very inclined and, and rather comfortable um, crawling into hermit mode. There are, I would say, like two types of people. Uh, and maybe maybe it's more like there's a spectrum here. There's not like there's you're either one or the other. But there are individuals that are more prone to going into isolation and a little bit more comfortable entering hermit mode and then there's those that are rather resistant to going into hermit mode and would rather be within community and within with people and 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 kind of processing change amongst others but ultimately you will be kind of drawn into that isolation so that you can really understand yourself and do that really deep inner processing work but I would say that there's like these two types of people you're either one that's a bit more introverted or, or prone to introversion that is a bit more familiar with entering hermit mode or or you're someone that kind of is very resistant to it I have a lot of experience because I am someone that is very familiar with withdrawing and with disassociation and um, with isolation. It's kind of a very familiar process. It's been a very familiar process in my life that I've been through at multiple points in my life. And, and this is a process and a phase that we will enter at potentially multiple points in our life. It doesn't happen just once. It is very much a cyclical process. And that's dependent on the type of reality you are trying to align with and and in what way you are trying to evolve in your personal reality that that is really an indication of moving into this phase this cocoon stage you know we we go into the cocoon stage whenever we are trying to get to the next stage of our being to the next stage of our humanity of our personal evolution that is when the hermit mode that is when the cocoon will call to us so that we can break down the barriers the over identification with ego and with the outside world so we can break all of that down and so that we may re-identify with that next stage of our evolution all that being said, this is I feel like this is a perfect moment for me to be sharing this because I'm really raw <laughs> in it. I'm really raw in my own process of emerging out of isolation, of emerging out of the cocoon and of really embracing my own self-transformation. And so I'm really speaking <laughs> in this episode from my own heart and from personal experience. And I know that if you've found yourself on this video or if you've been drawn to any of my work or my channel or if you just randomly wound up here no doubt you are similarly in a space of potentially emerging from your own hermit mode or emerging from your own cocoon and yeah let's navigate this space together because that's what emerging out is all about is about reconnecting with the physical world reconnecting with reality reconnecting with other humans and and um being in community once again so yes very excited to be talking about this today um 
and just some housekeeping actually before we get into today's episode this is going to be available to watch or listen to either on youtube or via my podcast the art of healing podcast which is available on all major podcast streaming platforms i've decided to integrate my podcast with the youtube channel just to simplify my process of putting out content all of my content on youtube going forward is going to be long format and it's going to be more topical stuff like this if you're interested in my monthly transmissions i would love to welcome you to join me on patreon where my april um energy transmission is officially up it was a little bit late just as this video is but as i've just mentioned i have been coming out of my cocoon so i would really appreciate your grace <laughs> with being a little bit delayed with the april transmission it's now up and live on patreon and it's a doozy it's a big one it's like 40 minutes long almost 40 minutes long so if you're into energy readings and also like just getting a little bit more personal with me i get really personal over on patreon and yeah i would love to uh, see you over there but yes otherwise i will be integrating the youtube content into the podcast so all that means is you have the luxury of choosing where you want to watch or listen to this once again it is the art of healing podcast if you want to check that out uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google or Amazon or whatever. It's everywhere. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I think that's all I have for the housekeeping stuff. So let's get into it. All right. Yes. Yeah, so emerging from the cocoon and moving beyond hermit mode. Now, you might be familiar with this process of entering hermit mode, but I do want to just mentioned that this is a process that we often hear about specifically in terms of the process of awakening or in terms of being on a healing journey or even just being on a journey of personal transformation to be honest i think that these are all the same things um, whether it's a journey of enlightenment whether it's a journey of awakening whether it's a journey of healing your trauma healing past wounds or it's a journey of personal transformation or personal alchemy, okay, whatever you want to call it, all of these processes have this phase of going into hermit mode, okay, of entering a cocoon. How you know you're entering this phase is that it's usually signaled by a withdrawal from the external reality or a withdrawal from the external in general to go within to go into your inner world now this withdrawal really symbolizes exiting your old world and then going into the cocoon before re-emerging into a new world and re-emerging as a new identity and we can be conscious of this or we can be unconscious that this phase has arrived in our lives but some of the symptoms of this withdrawal can look like losing a job or wanting to quit a job it can be signaled by a breakup it can uh, involve moving cities or countries um, it can involve uh, you know losing friends or family members it can involve becoming a bit of a loner or reclusive a big signal of this can be going into isolation 
and collectively we all entered okay this sort of isolation in 2020 so whether we know it or not we were collectively ushered into the cocoon we were collectively ushered into hermit mode whether we resisted it or not is a different story and this goes back to being one of two people the ones that either resisted or the ones that love it i know when self when social isolation became a thing i loved it right i loved being in that place i no longer had to um, make excuses for not wanting to be social and all the people pleasers out there right are going to maybe resonate with this that going into this isolation gave us a reason to not have to set our own boundaries (laughs) so yes we all collectively entered this hermit mode um, and a a particular uh, cocoon that cocoon is going to look probably looked different to everybody and there are probably many of us that also tried to come out of that much sooner than the process wanted us to come out but that cocoon you know that cocoon will not let you out until you are ready to emerge as a butterfly okay you you are not coming out of that cocoon until the transformation or the healing or the personal alchemy has taken effect. And so another thing I want to mention is that this this hermit mode can last a very long time, right? I know for me in particular, it's been going on for quite a while. It's been a very grueling process. I feel like I started to enter the my my hermit mode around 2018, 2019. Um, I enter started entering a very sort of self initiated space of isolation uh, shortly after moving to Germany. It's really been a major major phase of my life. I find myself only now really emerging from that hermit mode coming out of a cocoon that has really completely transformed everything about how I identify and how and what my physical reality looks like to the point that literally in two weeks I am moving again I am leaving this current home of mine and moving so within Germany but I'm going to be a little bit closer to Berlin which is honestly extremely daunting for me um you know I've been living in the countryside for the last year in the German countryside mind you as a foreigner who doesn't speak German so the level of isolation has been a little bit more um, extreme in my case that is another big sign of entering the cocoon is this you find yourself not particularly consciously though for me it was a little bit conscious i was feeling this desire to kind of get off grid to sort of escape the matrix to get away from Um, the system so that I could kind of figure out my own way of slow holistic living and and transforming my my reality and that transformation of my reality kind of was a thought right that I a conscious thought that I had that ushered me into a much uh, bigger uh, phase than I was expecting Um, and often this can happen Uh, us 
we can be called into the cocoon without really knowing the process we're um we are actually moving into the 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 scope of the process that we're moving into we have no idea of that you know signs that you might be called in into the cocoon is you might start really hating your job like to the point that it just gives you so much anxiety to wake up in the morning and be there i know i certainly had this um, with my job, my corporate job. I worked in the advertising industry, believe it or not, uh, as a social media manager. And I just became so depressed with this job. It was felt like the worst thing in the world. I felt like my soul was withering away. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't handle um, living a life where I was showing up at this corporate job that just I didn't I did not identify with at all and so I I ended up quitting that corporate job without knowing what I was going to do at the same time uh, my girlfriend and I decided we wanted to leave the city and move to the countryside and yeah th and then from there people started kind of like leaving my life um over the last I would say like five years and I'm at this point now where there are very very few very few people that still remain in my life from kind of my reality pre-hermit mode okay and this is a major symptom of entering hermit mode is that you are likely to disconnect from all of the relationships in your life and whether it's family partners friendships because of some format of misalignment because in some format or another the relationships no longer serve you and so those relationships come to an end they've taught you everything there is to learn and there's there's it's likely that you're now on just different paths and there's not like one path that's better than the other just because you're in your hermit mode and just because you're kind of going through your own process and and transforming yourself it doesn't mean that your path is now better than the path of the other the people that you've moved away from you're just on different parallel paths okay so there's no like superiority about being in um hermit mode or going into this cocoon stage that certainly it's certainly not like that. It's just um, a difference of values, a difference of life paths, a difference of, of you know, um, compatibility. And that's really what this whole process of personal transformation and healing and awakening and, a, and, a light and a enlightenment is all about. It's, it's about learning and discovering what you personally value about life and what it is and who it is and where it is that you want to align with and being in this process can be very excruciating because it strips away all of the things in your life that are not aligned to who you are becoming or where you are going and a big part of this process comes with a great great sacrifice and it is a painful experience to let go of the life you previously had there is a lot of grief and loss that comes along with personal transformation personal alchemy 
there's a lot of grief and loss that comes with awakening, that comes with enlightenment. You have to let go of everything you've previously known to embark on a completely new journey, a completely new life for yourself. One that is ultimately aligned to your soul as opposed to being aligned to your ego and that's what this process of hermit mode is really all about is understanding soul alignment understanding who you are beyond societal programming beyond um, limiting belief systems that would have been imprinted onto you through culture society religion family just everything okay it, this process involves stripping away all of the 3D ego programming, stripping away and disidentifying from the ego realm um, so that you can understand who you really are and what you really want. You know, the process of doing that really requires all of the distractions of life to be taken away because with distraction we can never really know who we are if we're always just keeping ourselves distracted we don't have the opportunity to understand who we really are and what we really want and how to really get what we want so i want to talk about as well some other some other signs that you might be in hermit mode or in a cocoon and those are the physical symptoms and the emotional symptoms. And this is where things get a little bit intense, all right? So some of the physical symptoms of entering hermit mode or of entering the cocoon are exhaustion, deep exhaustion, feeling extremely fatigued, experiencing overstimulation so feeling like maybe previously you would have been an extrovert and then all of a sudden you feel very overstimulated by being at large social gatherings where you don't really know anyone I know this happened to me I used to be a people pleaser and I'm still I still consider myself a recovering people pleaser but I used to be someone that really needed people to like me I just wanted everybody to like me and in that process, I was a, a social butterfly. I was I was like a total yes person. I, I said yes to everyone and everything. I had a very large social battery. I was always out and about. Um, you know, I, I traveled the entire world. I moved across cities, across hemispheres, started life over and over again. And that involved a high degree of social activity on my part. Um, and when I moved to Germany, when I first started to enter my sort of isolation and hermit mode, I all of a sudden started becoming becoming extremely overstimulated by large clouds crowds I no longer wanted to be in places where I didn't know people like I had no interest in being at a party and talking to some random person that I would never you know see again whereas previously I would have loved that opportunity I would have loved that opportunity to meet someone for the first time and have this connection and like that was very stimulating for me but as I <laughs> entered hermit mode that that just became so boring like very very boring and I preferred to be in 
um, intimate company around people that were very, very close to me, people that I felt safe with, people that I had established historical relationships with. And for me, being in a foreign country, I didn't really, I was very limited with the, um, with the, the people in my life that could provide me that intimate, safe space. So there was a, I was in really some deep, deep isolation. And, you know, that's a big part of, of entering this hermit phase because as you enter the, the isolation, you then might, and going back to the physical symptoms, you then might start moving into certain practices that take up the space where previously social interactions were occupying and those practices may be spiritual in nature or they may be, you know, um, aligned to fitness and diet so you know you might start meditating you might start doing yoga I know when I first entered my hermit mode I was I started doing these crazy like levels of meditation I, I was meditating for hours daily for you know months at a time and this was around the time I came into contact with some spiritual psychic abilities and psychic gifts and this is this is a very common part of entering hermit mode is coming into contact with your spiritual gifts for me that involved channeling and um this is when i started putting out all of my channeling videos on youtube and the only you know the, the reason that i was able to be in those states where i could channel um higher dimensional consciousness was because I had literally no other distractions in my life. I'm not able to channel to that degree anymore because I am now coming out of my hermit mode. I'm coming out of isolation. And so the environment doesn't actually align with the ability to channel as I used to. And I would say that now I'm more embodying the higher dimensional information I obtained whilst in my cocoon phase and that's the process that you're supposed to be going through you're supposed to move from this stage of accessing wisdom into the stage of embodying the information you come into contact with as a result of being in hermit mode so yeah the physical symptoms can be rather extreme you might change your diet um you you know might stop you might stop drinking like i'm seeing this huge trend on tiktok where like so many people are moving away from drinking alcohol it's like becoming very almost like a trend to no longer be um aligned to drinking and i was definitely in that state myself when i was in the cocoon was i i did not want to drink i, I didn't want to put that into my body it just there was a very strong response, a strong intuitive gut instinct that was like, mm -mm, we're not drinking, we're not smoking, we're not, you know, we're not doing, we're not putting things into our body that don't feel aligned to this cocoon phase. Because there's, there's a certain level of hypersensitivity as you 
um, go through this process of being in the cocoon. You're so hypersensitive to emotions, to stimulants, to relationships, to people, to jobs, to, you know, just to everything, which is what, which is how you become aware of the misalignment in your life is through this um, hypersensitivity you start to become aware of all of the things that are not aligned to you and you're like what the heck why have I been participating in this relationship or how have I been doing this job for as long as I've been doing it it everything feels very confronting and this level of confrontation is extremely taxing on the nervous system and on your body so you might also experience a lot of nervous system activation and a lot of this these kind of stress responses which may show up as you know fight flight freeze or fawn and much of the time if you're if you're specifically on a healing journey if you're entering the cocoon stage of a healing journey much of the time that can actually manifest as total shutdown as total nervous system shutdown that's how it manifested for me when I entered my um, cocoon my body was so exhausted from just years of survival mode and people pleasing and um, overstimulation hyper arousal of a lot of coping mechanisms I, I drank a lot I smoked I, I was smoking a lot of weed I was over socializing I was running away from all of my problems um, I was really a queen of distracting myself from a lot of unprocessed trauma and so I was essentially living in a state that was fueled by what is known as trauma drive, right? That's why I had so much energy because my nervous system was so activated and I was in um, flight mode, right? Which is what, which was the reason I had so much energy is I was running away from the pain because I didn't at that time in my life have the capacity to process a lot of the trauma that I had experienced in my life. And so I had this, what is known as trauma drive, okay, which, which was my response, my stress response to everything I had been going through, which allowed me to run away from the stress and from the threat in my life. And when you're on this healing journey and that me running away was a part of my process. And so I don't like to shame anyone that is in the phase of running or distracting themselves or utilizing coping mechanisms because it is a part of the journey. It should be a temporary part. We cannot stay there forever. So it only starts to become a problem and it only starts to become detrimental when we try to stay there longer than our nervous system um, has the capacity for. But it is very much part of the journey because it is what that trauma drive is what gets us eventually to... Um, the shutdown stage so 
after we go through our fight or flight response, we then come into this cocoon, right, of the healing journey, which results in total and absolute shutdown. This is what brings us to exhaustion and total energetic depletion. Um, and, you know, not a lot of people talk about this. And I want to create some space for that because in this process of healing, okay, the cocoon stage very much can look like extreme depression, extreme anxiety, extreme disassociation. It can appear as incredible mental instability. It can appear as psychosis. It can appear as derealization and depersonalization of disconnecting from your identity, disconnecting from your reality disengaging with everything and going into extreme existential dread which is what it was like for me and this is a this adds a layer to the isolation that is inherent (laughs) with entering um the hermit mode that is often not spoken about the isolation you can feel as a result of being in total shutdown um and i'm gonna move into kind of the existential symptoms that come along with the cocoon stage but just going back a step to the shutdown stage because this is very much associated with the physical symptoms that i still want to speak on yes if you find yourself here in 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 experiencing extreme Um, levels of shutdown so that might look like procrastination complete lack of motivation not having the energy to work okay this can also be what results in you quitting your job or disconnecting from relationships because they require more energy from you than your nervous system is able to put out Um, so yeah, and, and it's interesting because I hear so many people in like the corporate world that exhibit these these symptoms of not having the energy and <laughs> going to their doctors and like trying to explain their symptoms and their doctors getting really like being really unempathetic um, because every because they don't know how there, there's no like medical treatment for hermit mode you know there's there's no medical treatment for entering the cocoon stage of personal transformation aside from total total and radical acceptance for the process that is the treatment plan total and radical acceptance if your body is in shutdown if you have no energy, rest. It might take you two years, but you need to rest. That's exactly what I had to do. I had to rest. I All I did for 2022 was sleep. My body just rested. It was the first time in my life that I didn't have any financial pressure because I managed to secure temporary housing yeah, it was basically the first time in my life that I wasn't in just survival. I had a moment to breathe. My my nervous system had a moment to slow down and it didn't just slow down, it shut down and it scared me a lot. And I'm very lucky that I had the support of my own coach and therapist who really 
was an extremely vital resource to me during my process of being in hermit mode. Yeah, without without her, I think I wouldn't have given myself permission to just really rest and to completely allow myself to fall apart because that's what I did. I fell apart and I really allowed myself to fall apart. And, and if you find yourself in the cocoon stage of a healing journey, it might ask you to fall apart and to go crazy. And if that is what your cocoon stage is asking of you, it's going to be very difficult to resist that. And the easiest thing you can do is not resist the going crazy and the falling apart. As ugly as it looks, as I mentioned, radical acceptance and total non-judgment are going to be your primary tools um, as you go through this phase. You know, remember, like when you, when you have the vision of the cocoon, of the caterpillar entering the cocoon, the caterpillar in the cocoon literally turns into a pile of goo. And that is what is likely going to happen to you. Everything is going to break away. This is what many people call the dark night of the soul. This is what many people term ego death or ego disillusion. This, can, this is what happens in hermit mode. And that's the next thing I want to get into is actually the emotional symptoms associated with the with with hermit mode. If you suffered from a lot of early trauma or childhood trauma or trauma within your adolescence, any kind of trauma at any point in your life that has gone unprocessed, when you are in the hermit mode, all of the unprocessed emotions are going to surface for them to be acknowledged and for them to be processed so that you can reintegrate the parts of yourself that were traumatized from the past back into the present self. Because as a result of trauma, we become fragmented beings. We lose parts of ourselves, parts of ourselves become separated from our soul because the trauma separates that par those parts out of us. The reason that those parts become fragmented is in the name of survival. For us to survive the trauma, we have to almost fragment and disassociate from the parts and from the um, specifically disassociate from the emotions of those parts of ourselves so think of you know your inner child if, if they went through a particular trauma all of the emotions associated with that trauma were too great for you to experience as a child so you suppress them in the means of surviving the trauma and so when you enter the cocoon stage when you enter hermit mode all of those emotions arise because you are finally able to process the emotions you previously were no, not able to process so you might have like an eruption of emotions you might experience um suppressed memories resurfacing you might experience 
things within your body that are very confusing because trauma is stored in the body so it can appear as chronic pain or it can appear as um, feeling very triggered in your reality by things going on specifically emotions being triggered from the past that were unprocessed so during you know the hermit phase everything is going to come up potentially for you to process so that you may reclaim parts of your being that was lost that need to be reintegrated for the next step in your journey some of the other emotions that also is not often spoken about is loss and grief there is going to be a lot of complicated grief throughout the entire process of metamorphosis, throughout the entire process of transformation, throughout the entire process of awakening, of enlightenment, of healing. The dominant emotion that goes unspoken about is complicated grief. The grief of... The grief of losing relationships, if relationships no longer being in your life, the grief involved of your former self, the identity and the ego that used to encapsulate who you are, no longer being aligned to your future progression, like the grief of saying goodbye to your former self, to your former life, to your former friends, to your former job, your former environment, your former home. There is so much grief that comes along with the loss, the loss of who you no longer are and the loss of what no longer exists in your life. And the reason that it's coined complicated grief is because it is so complex and it is something that is likely going to be with you <laughs> for years it might not ever go away and and honestly speaking all you can really do with that is learn tools to manage that grief um this is something i work with a lot with my personal uh, within my personal coaching sessions with my personal clients is you know the tools and the resources to process grief and to process the pain and the suffering that comes along with transformation and awakening and enlightenment and spirit real spirituality okay not this sugar-coated rose-tinted um, spirituality spiritual transformation and enlightenment stuff we see so kind of heavily glorified in um, mainstream pop culture that's not the kind of spirituality that is involved um, that's not the kind of experience that's involved in an actual spiritual awakening a real spiritual awakening is hella dark it's grueling it will break you open so that you can find the power that lies dormant inside of you and that so you can eventually emerge as your own hero okay the hero to your story and that's another process with the archetypes transition where you archetype where where you transition from the archetype of the hermit 
and you become the hero, right? The hermit, you cannot stay in the archetype of the hermit and you cannot stay in the cocoon forever. There's going to be a point in time where you need to come out of that hermit mode and enter the hero archetype. But before we get there, I just want to quickly touch on the existential questioning and the existential dread that also comes along with the cocoon stage. And the existential crisis is a very common um, part of entering hermit mode, and it's a very necessary part. Through the existential questioning, you are going to be going through a process of reevaluating your identity, reevaluating your life, so that you can better align to your higher self and to your soul and to your future self. This also really goes along with the feelings of derealization and depersonalization. It's a very common experience to no longer relate to your personal identity, to no longer relate to reality. You might have a lot of questions arising like, what is the point of being here? What is the point of being alive? What am I doing in reality? What are we all doing here? Right? These big, deep questions questions arise in the space of hermit mode where you question the nature of existence and the point like what is the point of it all and it can be very easy actually to feel like you are stuck in this existential dread and it can be from my personal experience one of the worst parts of the cocoon stage is this, this disconnection from reality and disconnection from personal identity, um, disconnection from ego, right? You can kind of very easily slip into a black hole. And this is where it is so so important to reach out for support if you find yourself in this black hole it is absolutely vital for you to seek support this is kind of a space where a lot of suicidal ideation can appear and it is very common for suicidal ideation to appear here and it's very important for you to know that you are not alone because one of the worst parts of this is that you can feel so isolated and so alien and it feels like no one understands what you're going through and honestly that couldn't be further from the truth okay it could not be further from the truth you are not alone at all we are all one we are all part of the exactly the same collective consciousness we are part of the same organism and there is support out there and if you find yourself in this space and you need support I invite you to book a coaching discovery call with me it is absolutely free and I would love to support you in your journey I would love to throw you you know a, a, a life vest a flotation device of some kind to help you navigate this process that you find yourself in um, if I didn't have that support I don't know how it would have gone, honestly. And yes, so that support can come in, you know, strange ways. It can come 
out of a YouTube video or it can come from a cat. I know for me, like my main pillars of support have been my coach, my girlfriend and my cats. I do not, I really don't know how I would have gotten through last year if it were not for my cats. Like really, they were like, they, I really feel like they were sacred beings sent down from the heavens to take care of me. Um, I'm really grateful for that support that I've had through them. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, um, so I want to kind of move on from these really heavy signals of being in hermit mode. And I, I want to sort of summarize by saying that all of this existential dread, all of these very uncomfortable physical and emotional symptoms, this turning into literal goo... There's a reason for that. Your ego is breaking down so that you can re-identify with a new ego. It's not about ego death. It's about aligning to an ego that is going to be a better container for you in the physical world. This isn't about unplugging from the 3D realm. And this is a big danger of actually staying in hermit mode for too long especially if you find yourself on a spiritual journey and it's this spiritual journey of awakening or enlightenment that has led you into a hermit mode, there is a big, big danger of staying in the cocoon for too long where we get so wrapped up with our spiritual gifts and our connection to the cosmos and to the astral world and our soul family and our energetic family we can get stuck here and we can feel such a separation from the physical realm and from physical human connections that we can actually end up losing ourselves here. And this is not what we want to do, which is why I really encourage you to seek support if you find yourself in this space. Because ultimately, we did not come to Earth to be human beings, to disassociate from being human beings and having a human experience. As painful as a human experience can be, The point of us going into the cocoon stage is to break down all of the programming, all of the human conditioning, all of the limiting beliefs, the limiting stories, the unconscious programming from society, from culture, from religion, from family that's passed down ancestrally. The point of it is to break all of that down and to become the hero in our own story, and to emerge into the world and show up as a role model to other people. The point of us going through this transformation is ultimately to come out and to be seen, to be engaged with, so that we can shape the rest of reality and that's so that we can shape the rest of humanity to also come out of programming so that we may support each other so that we we may feel less alone and we cannot do that by staying in the cocoon by staying in the healing journey we cannot do that by becoming overly identified with the healing journey and that's what happens far too much and is a big big 
danger just quickly in terms of like the spiritual journey and the hermit mode associated to the spiritual journey can lead us into these realms of like connecting with extraterrestrials or with star seeds or with with channeling or getting really um addicted to tarot card readings and to energy work getting addicted to seeking answers and wisdom outside of ourselves and really identify overly identifying with these like labels of star seed or gurus or even plant medicine right we can get too addicted to external sources of um empowerment my prediction is that that's going to be what happens with this renaissance of plant medicine as people are going to become so addicted to the effects of psychedelics and the point is not the psychedelics is the is the point is not the connection with the psychedelics but the information that the psychedelics give you and how you will integrate that information into your physical life so many people have this experience where they'll do like ayahuasca or mushrooms or you know whatever medicine and then they go back to their real life and they have all their problems they still have all of their problems nothing is really fixed right their relationships are broken they hate their jobs they're not making enough money they can't they can't find the love of their lives whatever none of their problems have gone away and that's because you know these medicines and these external sources of healing and being on the healing journey is ultimately not going to solve any of the problems in your physical three-dimensional reality the only thing that is going to solve the problem is the problems or the issues or the misalignment is stepping out of the hermit archetype and stepping into the hero archetype the hero archetype is the one that is embodied in its wisdom takes inspired action change embraces change embraces personal change embraces personal transformation steps out of its comfort zone and creates a reality takes control re-emerges into society and that's the thing a lot of people don't want to hear and that's also the thing I didn't want to hear when I left the city and moved to the countryside I really wanted to go I really wanted to move off grid I wanted to get away from society and as I've been here I've been so confronted as I realize that the point is not to run away, the point is not to escape the matrix, the point is to go into your hermit mode so that you can reevaluate how you relate to society, the unconscious programming that governs your relationship to society or the matrix, to break that relationship down so that you may reevaluate how you want your relationship to be with your reality and that's so you can eventually reemerge into society transformed to help reshape society that's what we're here to do right that is us co-creating and recreating 
heaven on earth. That's, that is how we bring heaven to earth. We have to do the work. There's work involved. We didn't come here to have a human experience, to simply tap out, to disengage with, with one another, to disengage with society, to disengage with the physical world. That is not what we came here to do. We came here to engage. We came here to figure out how to not have toxic relationships with one another, with ourselves, and with our environments. We came here to figure out how to have healthy relationships. We came here to figure out how to cultivate safety and intimacy and honesty and transparency and love in the world. And that is what this hermit phase is really all about which sounds like a lot but um and it is it is a lot it is really a lot so okay um i want to now talk about signs that you are ready to emerge out of the cocoon signs that you are ready to move away from the hermit archetype look this one is a very physical one but usually it involves money usually it involves running out of money um when you're in hermit mode, like when I entered hermit mode, I entered it knowing I have my emergency fund and I have enough money to live for X amount of time so that I can really process, so I can really slow down, so I can really disconnect from the outside world and go into my inner experience. I have this amount of money and this, this is how long I have to do it. But eventually your money's going to run dry and... Uh, you're going to be pushed out back into the physical world, back into society, because you still need to live. And you need, in this world, in this physical three-dimensional reality, we need money to live, and you need to be making money. <laughs> so usually money acts as that bridge out of the cocoon, okay? That's what can lead many of us out of the cocoon is, okay, I need to start making money again. I, I need to start showing up. And this can be very confronting. This can also trigger a lot of um, money beliefs, limiting beliefs around money, that money is evil or bad or having money equates to being evil or bad. So all of the, all of the limiting beliefs and stories associated to money usually come up as we break through the cocoon because it's sort of like, okay, like I quit that job I hate. What am I going to do now, you know? And this is, this is a process I was in nine months ago when I decided to embark on my coaching certification journey. And yeah, it's, it's still a process that I'm in confronting my own limiting beliefs around money and, you know, how I show up. And there's a lot of pressure from the external world. And I, f I feel like personally I am being pushed to step into this identity as a coach, right, that I've been um, desiring so much to to be in. I, I, you know, when I quit my job in from the corporate world, I mean, I did have like this alternate identity as this spiritual mentor on YouTube. I was doing tarot card readings, but it was always like a side gig. It was never my, I never fully stepped into that identity. I wasn't ready and as I come out of my cocoon now, as I emerge, I am confronted with this, these new shoes that I am, you know, being requested to step into. And there's a lot of this imposter syndrome that I was discussing before that comes up um, 
whilst being in this stage of emerging is it is very scary to step into the identity that is ultimately the savior right because as you come out of the cocoon as the hermit phase ends the most confronting reality is that no one else is coming to save you no one is showing up uh, on uh, that white stallion. No one is. Sh- n- there's no knight in shining armor. Okay. There's, there is no prince or princess that's coming to rescue you from your suffering. There is only you, and so you have to make a decision as you emerge. Either you decide to continue to be the victim, the person that suffers, or you decide to be the hero. And that requires you to step out of your comfort zone of being the victim of the of your circumstances. And it requires you to step into being the hero. It requires you to step into being your own savior. And that comes with responsibility. That comes with self-accountability. That comes with taking action. That comes with stepping outside of your comfort zone. And it is... A process it is it requires quite some strength and a leap of faith faith in yourself it requires confidence and self-esteem and you know if if you're someone that didn't have those things come naturally to you I'm really some I'm, I'm, I'm someone that really had very low I have very low self-esteem I'm a highly insecure person I might not seem like that but this is me pushing beyond the insecure um, person, the insecure part of me, the deeply, deeply vulnerable, insecure, low self-esteem Tanya, okay? She's still here with me, right? She's, <laughs> I feel her so strongly. But I've also created this new identity, my own savior, and, and we're both kind of, there's a beautiful interplay as I emerge from my cocoon, I am activating my own savior to save me from the old story that I used to exist in. So yeah, it's a confronting process to emerge out of the cocoon stage, but it is one that ultimately we will be pushed into and um, it very much can feel like coming out of the womb and coming out of the darkness is also a very tumultuous process okay there are growing pains there is the pain of birth okay so as we as we emerge from the cocoon it is a painful process and it's a process that needs to happen very slowly for some of us I know for me I don't like change at all I I become very dysregulated when there's change afoot and so I have to move extremely slowly there are days that I am just so dysregulated that my nervous system is so overstimulated by this emergence that I just need to rest and you know everyone's journey is going to look very very different and as I mentioned one of the most important tools is radical acceptance and total non-judgment for how you show up within your process and allowing yourself to go at the pace you need to go but keeping in mind you cannot stay stagnant in the cocoon you cannot stay stagnant in your hermit phase you cannot stay 
in the healing journey forever. Eventually, that healing journey or that particular healing process will need to come to an end so that you can show up in the world and so you can begin to relate to society again and and relate to um, a new environment and to be seen doing it so that you can influence, right? So that your process can influence other people also going through the process that we all inevitably are ushered into. Guys, I thank you for sitting through this entire process. I feel like this in itself has been um, a sort of transformation process i hope i covered everything that i wanted to cover but i think i did yeah i think i think that's all i want to talk about um if you have any questions please hit me up you can dm me on instagram or you can you know comment on the video if you're here on youtube watching it um please feel free to reach out to me i love to hear from you guys and yeah I hope that if you are in this process of emerging from the cocoon that um, you have the strength to really embrace your transformation, that you find the strength to embrace all of the change that is required of you as you emerge into the world with your beautiful new wings. Know that you are not alone. I am here with you. I am going through it with you. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're all going through it together, guys. We are not alone in this process, despite what it may seem and feel like. You are never, ever alone. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I wish you so much love. And until next time, peace out.